break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of our show where we have natural solutions for common health issues. I am Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we own Doctor's Nutrition of Texas. Home of the low-cost lab work where you do not have to guess at what is needed for your nutritional supplementation because we take the guesswork out by offering low-cost lab across the United States and free consultations with the doctor. So there's no longer a reason to walk into a health food store and say, hey, I wonder if that would work for me or not because now you will know. We have a very exciting show for you today. Uh, Dr. Lewis actually came up with this title, and we thought it was kind of catchy because he's absolutely right, and sometimes he just has these little Dr. Lewisisms that just fly out. Let me, let, me, let me interject this. Yeah, I come up with a lot of stuff, but they censor me. Okay, so this is the censored version. Well, dieting is simple, but not easy because there's so many people right now trying to lose weight, and they're looking for the perfect diet and they just think they're one diet away from weight loss so we're going to explain today uh, why or how that is to happen or some easier ways for that to happen we've also got a couple of other little things we'd like to talk about about shrimp that were put on Prozac committing suicide I thought that was kind of interesting kind of different and kind of uh, scary to know that even a shrimp uh, when his mind is altered chooses to go to the light and get eaten uh <laughs> we are going to talk a little bit about how to make your weight loss easier some things that you can do there's some very special uh things that you know do help you lose weight a little bit easier and then the government has come out with some new dietary guidelines and we're going to discuss those a little bit as well today and uh, determine if that's a good thing or a bad thing because, you know, most of the time our government gets involved, we are uncertain of which way it goes. When she says most of the time, she's being very generous and, and very Christian, talking so nice about our government. <laughs> so let's start Let's start with that. Let's start with the gui- new dietary guidelines. Is this something that's going to... Uh, help people lose weight and get them back on the road to health? Well, you know, it doesn't matter what uh, any entity says. The people that have success are the ones that quit having excuses and, you know, start giving reasons to get well. I was asked by a fitness trainer out of London, England, uh, my thoughts on motivation. And I said, well, the first thing you've got to do is figure out why. And people say, but I want to lose weight or I want to feel more energy. That's not deep enough. You have to find out the need behind the need. Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you have want more energy? And when, you know, the 400-pound guy says, well, I, I want to be able to get on the ground and play with my three-year-old, and I want to see her graduate from high school, and I want to walk her down the aisle, that's the need behind the need. And you can use negative motivation. I, I emailed this to the guy in London. <clears throat> 
I, I, you know, Janet uses negative motivation. She, you know, has the genetic tendency toward diabetes. And, but she saw her granddaddy. They, he lost weight by getting his legs chopped off a little piece at a time because of diabetes. I'm motivated because I was a young teenager when my daddy died uh, from ulcerative colitis and or the treatment given to him in hospital. And I love our medical profession. I, they bailed me out several times. They do a really, really good job. But you have to take responsibility for your health. And that, that's the hard part. And I said one time, the biggest struggle you'll ever have is knowing what to do versus doing what you know. And, you know, and I also emailed this guy in London about, well, you know, it's can be spiritual or biblical. Uh, you know, we all know we're supposed to take care of the temple of the Holy Spirit. But for me, it goes beyond there that it there's also another scripture that says um, a wise man foresees danger and takes precautions. But the fool or the simpleton uh, goes on and suffers the consequences and, and, you know, you have to use these different motivations, and everybody's different. And I try not to throw rocks or be, you know, I try not to browbeat people because we're all different. I try to lift them up and hug their neck. And, you know, we, we've we had a lot of people that quit and came back and said, oh, my God, well, I felt so good the times I was taking all these nutrients. And I said, why'd you quit? And most of them say, I don't really know. Well, you know, it's new year, new you. People are ready to get started, get healthy. You know, what we try to do is help you get healthy throughout the whole year and not get, uh, you know, in the hype of the first month or two of the new year and then say, oh, gosh, I can't handle this. I'm not eating anything. I'm exercising myself to death. It's not working. So, you know, there are there are things that um, we can do to help you achieve health and it not be a, quote, diet, because anytime you go on a diet, it tells the body, hey, I'm starving, and when is this going to be over so we can get back to reality? So we try to offer a, a lifestyle change for you. You know, one way you can get started is to go to our website at doctorsnutrition.org, and that's drsnutrition.org. Fill out the health survey, because that will help Dr. Lewis and myself decide you know, where to start with you to help you get what you're trying to achieve. Some people can't lose weight, no matter if they pick the perfect diet, because their lab work is off. Thyroid, gut function, you know, diet. Adrenal There's- exhaustion, low vitamin D, ob- obesogens, which is toxins that's hiding in the fat cells. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, and it's not usually easy. That's why I say losing weight's simple, but it's not easy. Uh, and, and, you know, there's just so much to it. it. You can't really go on a diet. And I tell people, I said, I just go get a diet book. Find one you like and follow it. Because, number one, it tells you to give up all processed foods, which is anything in a box or sugar or high fructose corn syrup or you know, artificial things like MSG, which is a neuroexcitatory thing that we've known since 1974 is a horrible thing, but it's still on the market for some strange reason. So, you know, they cut out those things and eat real food. And most people say, but I eat good. No, you don't. You know, why is it that the uh, organic farmer in North Carolina, I love this guy, he's fun to talk to. I get in trouble because I talk too long to him, but... He says, I eat everything organic. Why is it I feel terrible when I don't take your supplements? And I said, because you try to live at 100%. And if you're happy with 30%, you don't need my supplements. But if you want to live you know, higher on the scale and really live your life, of course, 
we're here for a reason. And as you get older, you realize, holy cow, my time is getting shorter and shorter. So I want to make it work. I want to make it more valuable. I want to give more. I want to enhance people's lives more. I want, you know, this guy wants to grow bigger, better organic food. So, you know, you have to find, go back to that reason and find it. So with the new dietary guidelines, do you feel like the changes have been good of what they're coming out with? Because I noticed that, you know, they're trying to get, they had a member that was trying to get uh, most Americans to eat most of their protein from poultry, fish, and plant-based foods, such as nuts, seeds, and legumes, and eat less red meat and processed meat. But I guess the beef industry got a little upset with that. Well, I've got an opinion on that, too. Um <laughs> I actually did a TV commercial about beefs getting a bad rap. Uh, people think they're eating healthy when they're eating chicken and turkey. <clears throat> Why is it my chicken farmers that come in here and they, they raise for Pilgrims and Tyson? They say, there's no way in the world I'd eat my chicken because it's full of arsenic. Um, <clears throat> you know, the food's full of antibiotics. And, and one guy says, Pilgrims won't tell me what's in the feed because he's really committed to trying to do a good job. But he eats the chickens he grows in his backyard, not the one he grows the ones he grows in his huge chicken houses with hundreds of thousands of chickens. Uh, and then I have a very good friend that he used to, you know, after his job in the daytime, he would go with uh, chemical trucks and he would put certain chemicals in the water of these chicken houses and it changed the ph where they would kind of stop their diarrhea so they would uh, utilize more of the genetically modified grains that they're being fed and you know it's full of arsenic because it upsets the tummy and makes chickens grow faster and antibiotics increase weight gain and folks you're getting antibiotics in the chicken and the turkey um and the beef, I, I I think beef has gotten a bad rap. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think you have to have your enzymes optimized, whether that's our Alzheimer or the betaine hydrochloric acid. That helps because most people have suboptimal digestion. And people say, but I just don't like beef. Well, we know they've got you know a problem with digestion. So that needs to be optimized for your safety and your health. Well, you know, in uh, they're faulting the guidelines recommendations for Americans to limit their intake of saturated fat, uh, which they're saying, you know, saturated fat's not good for you. So um, how do you feel about that? Do you think we should be eating more saturated fat? Yeah, you should eat a lot of saturated fat, and that's animal fat. And if it's turkey or chicken or beef, that's pasture-raised, free-range, grain-fed not non-grain-fed, uh, grass-fed. Uh, animal fat that's saturated is not a bad thing. The fats you need to avoid is the trans fats, partially hydrogenated fats, and hydrogenated fats. Those are the bad ones. Uh, but one of the bad things in this dietary guideline is they kind of get you away from fat. And they say lean meat. Folks, fat's been a lie. It's been a lie for many, many, many years, and you need more fat. And, you know, we'll talk about, I think, we'll talk about brain health. And then people, when they're talking about brain health, they say, well, eat more grains. No, grains are one of the number one problems that's causing the brain not to be healthy and to increase diabetes. Read Wheat Belly. Read Grain Brain. I've read gobs and gobs of them. I've read there's a book that's not as popular as it should be. But uh, 
read one called Licking Sweet Death. It's a great book. Yeah, you know, there's a new book they've got now, or a new diet, I guess. You know, every year somebody else comes out with a with the same kind of book. They just change some of the wording in it and make it, you know, their book instead. So now they've got one called The Mind Diet. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about what that is, but... Um, mind over matter. If you don't mind, it don't matter. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not true. And it's, a, you know, it's supposed to really help their minds, I guess, with Alzheimer risk and cut it by an average of 53% uh, and stop hypertension. And all of these diets are good. You know, I've read several dozen different diet books. And it's like, well, just cut out the stuff that's processed, and that's starches, sugars. Yeah, so this whole this whole diet is based on you trying to get your mind back. So, again, it's all about inflammation. Well, it, yeah, it says leafy greens, yes, Vegetables, yes. The copious amounts of non-starchy vegetables. Nuts, absolutely. Not the one you're married to, but maybe a handful of walnuts or pecans. Berries, beans, and it says whole grains. No, 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 no. Whole grains are terrible. Once again, read Wheat Belly or Licking Sweet Death or Grain Brain. Please read that. And then it says fish and poultry and olive oil. They're big on olive oil, and olive oil is good, but you really shouldn't cook with it much because that's for low temperature. You know, Janet's smart enough. She uses grapefruit seed oil, um, walnut oil, pecan oil, things that hold up under higher temperature. And it says limit your intake of red meat. Again, I think that's stupid. It says limit your intake of butter and margarine. Well, you should never eat margarine, but you should eat massive amounts of butter, cheese if you don't have a lactose intolerance. And it says limit pastries and sweets and, and fried food or fast food. Yes, yes, yes. I agree with that. But You know what I've noticed when you eat real butter and like a, a lot of it, uh, your skin is softer. I smile because she puts it on her non-genetically modified popcorn. Yeah, it's like you're, you have more, you have better, um, your skin has more <laughs> moisture. Moisture. It's yeah. Smooth. Well, you know, they tell you to eat whole grains. Well, it doesn't matter if it's whole. That's just a healthier way to kill yourself. And actually, whole grains, you know, have some problems that even uh, the bleach grains doesn't. So, you know, there's one thing. uh, I've said this before. Wheat can cause schizophrenia through gut irritation. That's from Journal of Biological Psychiatry. So y'all look it up. And and then uh, schizophrenics, and, and not just schizophrenics, but people have... Any kind of mental issues like stress, anxiety, and depression. That doesn't mean you're going to go be a school shooter. But schizophrenics always show decreased levels of EFAs, DHA, and DPAs in the red cell membranes. And what that means is you've got your fat so low, and those of you on cholesterol meds, this really is important that you understand that. That's from Journal of Biological Psychiatry. Yep. Look it up. I read this stuff, folks. Um, so essential fatty acids, it's more important to put greater percentages of fat in your diet. It just has to be the good fats. Well, and it says on here, you know, they're in their book, to avoid red meat and eat less servings. You know, we're, we're also telling you to avoid chicken just because of the uh, antibiotics and that kind of thing that's in them, unless you're doing organic free-range chickens. Yeah, and when they say cage-free eggs, folks, that can mean they got one square foot outside of a cage to run in. One square foot's 
not much. Janet is not only very brilliant, but she's beautiful, too. And she knows when she buys chicken to get the organic or free range if you can't find organic. But, folks, there's a lot of lies, and I want you to have enough information that you go beyond that. The lies are like saturated fat clogs your arteries. No, it doesn't. Whole grains are heart healthy. No, it isn't. Low-fat dairy makes your bones strong. No, it doesn't. The more milk you drink, the more you have hip fractures in later life. It's research, folks. Look it up. It says white meat's better than red meat. No, it's not. Vegetable oils are healthier than butter. No, it's not. There's you know, a world-famous cardiovascular surgeon that uh, is on YouTube. I think his name's Lundell. Look that up and listen to his blog about how those lies have increased heart disease, not lowered it. And then high cholesterol foods ca- cause heart disease. No, it doesn't. Uh, we bought into a lot of lies. They've been experimenting with genetically modified foods. And, you know, I know people that believe GMOs are fine. Well, if you think GMOs are fine, read the book Seeds of Deception. And, you know, that's just Read the information. If you feel like it's well-researched, then you can believe it or not believe it. That's up to you. But to me, it's very, very evident because things have changed since I was a kid. And in health, it's not been for the better. Well, you know, and it says uh, in this book, you're also supposed to eat a half a cup of beans every other day. It's like, well, some of us can't digest beans very well. So if you're, you like or your spouse likes you having a little extra gas, I might leave them beans off or make sure you do some really good digestive enzymes, which Dr. Lewis wants to talk to you a little bit about, too. You know, doing the uh, fermented foods, the the kind of things that make the gut better and help cut down the gas. So so the guidelines we've been talking about, that may be a little bit of an improvement from the old uh, food pyramid, which it says 6 to 11 servings of bread, cereal, rice, pasta, and all that. I like the food pyramid from Texas. It's barbecue and brisket and bluebell and pecan pie. But, you know, I'm sorry. That's me. This is Doctor's Nutrition of Texas. We have (laughs) our own food pyramid here. If if you have good digestive enzymes, you actually could eat more of those things so that they break down instead of going, oh, that makes me feel awful when I have it because many times you just can't break it down. And so many people trying to lose weight or diet, one of the very first things they tell me when they fill out their health survey is that they don't go to the bathroom every time they eat a meal. I I can't tell you the number of people that say, oh, I maybe go once every four or five days, and then they wonder why they can't lose weight, and they don't think anything about it because they've done that all their life, so they think that's normal. You should be going to the bathroom every time you eat a meal within 30 minutes to an hour. That's a healthy colon. So that if that's not happening, then maybe you could talk to them about fermented foods, kombucha, things like that, that help get the good bacteria back in the gut to make the bowel movements better and the gut better. Yeah, I've been talking to a lot of different people in, in of course, different states, and they'll say, well, what about this? What about that? You should always do the fermented foods. Kombucha is a good one if you can get past the yucky thing on the top of it. I, you know, I do it from time to time. Then you've got yogurt. Um, you know, you have to go beyond the commercial yogurt that's full of sugar. I mean, read the ingredients. If it's got high fructose corn syrup, leave it alone. Uh, you've got stuff like uh, vinegar. You can make sauerkraut. When you ferment it, it makes it so much more tasty uh, than, say, just plain cabbage. Uh, kefir, if you don't have a dairy problem. And then you got stuff like kimchi and tempeh. Uh, 
fermented soy. And, and soy, I don't really like soy, except if it's fermented, it's okay. And if it's certain nutrients isolated from soy, that can be a very, very good thing. So the thing about the fermented foods, it's probably not enough because I went to this health food store in Longview and I bought everything they had that was fermented. And all of them but one says it contains many live active cultures. Well, the bragging point is how many's in it. So it can't be very many or they would have put that. And then one product says it has 1 billion Saccharomyces boulardii, which is a probiotic yeast, which is really, really good. And I told Janet, I said, geez, you got to eat this yucky tasting stuff when our pills have 5 billion. Our pills are five times stronger. Of course, you know, I, I eat stuff because it's good for me, not necessarily because I like it. So, you know, I do both, and I think it's wise for everybody to do both and learn to ferment your own food in, you know, whatever form you seem to like the best. And a lot of people that have dairy allergies notice that the fermented dairy really doesn't give them the allergies, uh, most of them not at all, some of them to a lesser degree. So kind of check that out. Well, it seems to me that if you're German, you're going to really enjoy this because we love sauerkraut and vinegar. Yeah. Notice she said we. She's, <laughs> we. you know. Yeah, uh, when when they used to make cabbage. Uh, What's your mama's maiden name? Tischler. Tischler, yeah. But when they would make their cabbage, it wasn't made with uh, sugar and milk. It was made with uh, vinegar. Yeah, she likes the sour stuff. Right. I mean, Janet's enough German. So if you've got that heritage, it's going to be easier for you to have these fermented foods that Dr. Lewis is talking to you about and help you with your diet. So why don't we tell them, like, you know, six different things that they might can do at mealtime to make losing weight a little a little bit easier, something that doesn't cost them money that they can yeah. do. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get into that. But the first thing you have to do is start telling yourself the truth. You know, excuses are just a reason stuffed with a lie. And, you know, I had this sweet preacher and a missionary lady in here the other day and she says well how do you lose weight i said uh, you know you i said weight loss is really easy i said no it's not easy it's simple it's not easy but you just have to quit eating da 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 and she said but i like that i said it don't like you and i didn't mean to be impolite ever but uh, <clears throat> Some people tell me they're eating good and they're eating hot dogs, which is bad enough. But, you know, you add the bun and pumpkin cream-filled muffins and Hershey bars and Tupperware bowls full of Cheerios. It's like you can't do that. Uh, So what I tell people to do is drink a lot of water. You want to drink a whole bunch of water before you eat, and that way your stomach's a little bit more full. What if they don't like water? There's so many people that tell you, I just hate water. Well, a lot of them have H. pylori or some other bug in there. They say, well, water upsets my tummy. If that's true, you really need to forget the health survey. Call us. You know, there's an issue with that. And the medical, uh, you know, the medical people actually do a really good job with H. pylori and C. diff and all those other ones. But it always, almost always comes back. Same thing with natural medicine. Ours is certainly more gentle. But, you know, you need to get it treated one way or the other. Um some people, you know, it goes back to self-love, and nobody wants to hear that. It's like you got to love yourself enough to be uh, healthier for other people, and that's offensive to a lot of people. Again, I don't mean to be offensive ever, but I'm kind of blunt, so some people get offended. 
I fully and freely admit I take almost all of my supplements because I love and respect Janet, and it's not because I love myself. She says, well, I want you to hang around longer and be healthier while you're here, but I do it out of respect of her. And the Bible says, love your neighbor as thyself. If you will think about that linguistically, that implies you've got to fix yourself first and foremost. Don't put yourself last. Put yourself first. And I think that's what the Bible says. And, and, and that's hard for a lot of people, even the you know people that are in the preaching business and missionaries. It's hard for them, too, because we treat gobs and gobs of them in lots of different countries. Uh, <clears throat> they have some interesting stories. You know, when they're going to Colombia and they actually come back alive, and we got one of them goes to Cuba all the time, talks to the uh, hierarchy of their government. And in Colombia, he's been going for years and still comes back alive. It's amazing. Uh, But, you know, you want to eat more vegetables. One of the best things you can do is eat lots and lots and lots, copious amounts of non-starchy vegetables. You know, I don't like broccoli, but I eat it. Uh, Celery cauliflower janet can make cauliflower taste like mashed potatoes actually it's better um so at least half of your plate and more so would be really really good uh when you have eggs you want to chop up veggies and put them in there i'm a big fan of mushrooms because they have a lot of uh, immune building properties um let's see what else a lot of the article says consider grains and protein to accent your meal. Well, protein eventually ends up as sugar. I would, I don't eat hardly any grains at all. But, uh, and these people that are making this dietary advice, they always leave out fat because they bought into the lie that's over 50 years old that fat's bad. Fat is not bad. The more fat you consumed, the, the better off you're going to be. So there's this sweet lady up in Missouri, and she says, well, I feel great on your stuff, but I hadn't lost any weight. I said, well, you know, eat more fat and quit eating all the fruit because fruit turns to sugar real quick. And I called her about a week. Said, I told her, I said, well, I've lost 10 pounds following my own advice. How about you? She said, she's jealous. She's only lost three or four. I said, well, that's a good start. At least you're off the plateau. Uh, and, and the more nutrients you add... Stay away from the carbs, and I know there's some books that says the more carbs you eat, the more serotonin you produce, but yeah, it's going to cause you to be insulin resistant, go into diabetes. I don't think that's a good thing, and you know, whenever you feel groggy an hour or two after your Tupperware bowl full of cereal or or pasta, we kind of avoid pasta mostly. It's because there's not enough fiber and protein and really fat add fat you know when we go to this specific restaurant they don't give us rice or potatoes they substitute sauteed vegetables they don't give us that 62 percent hydrogenated margarine they bring us real butter so just small changes you know it doesn't have to be hurtful it just has to be small changes and you have in your life the sum total of your choices, and boy, that hurts people. It's like, well, you know, we need to choose, you know, different things. So get 25 to 50 grams of fiber in your diet. And we'll just quickly go through the last three, which, uh, you know, most of you already know is to skip the added sugars in your diet. Um, 
and then cut back on caffeine. That's why I want to go through this oh, really quick oh. and cut back on the booze. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, both of those things are not going to help you with weight loss. So those are the other ones just really quick. But we want to <laughs> we want to also get to hurt. the main topic about a shrimp on Prozac committing suicide. So <laughs> before the show is over, we want to make sure that you know why the shrimp did this. Well, where you're getting the Prozac and a lot of the other uh, drugs that's coming into the water and, you know, going through their estuaries into the rivers and into the oceans. Uh, they've done studies, and it says it makes the shrimp five times more likely to sh- to swim toward the light where birds and fish eat them rather than go down and hide in the dark places. And, you know, you've heard me talk about Prozac a lot, and I'm not anti-drug, but, Jesus it's got fluoride in it. I wonder if they're not putting fluoride in our water to dumb us down. There's something you really should Google and read about. Um, but if it's doing that to the shrimp, is it not doing it to people? Well, okay, here goes controversy. Uh, if you will look at all the workplace shootings and school shootings, I mean, not the ones that are now under religious auspices, but... If you look at all the weird people that go in and do that stuff, they're all on Prozac, Paxil, Wellbutrin, that kind of stuff. So you could argue, well, they were already depressed. Yes, they were. But there's an increased suicide rate on people that are on this stuff. And it's like, well, you know, they had issues to start with. Folks, this is an issue that comes out of the GI tract. That's why you get wheat out of your diet. Whole wheat doesn't matter. So if it works that way on shrimp... What's it doing to us? And I have people almost every day say, well, I, I don't want to live or I want to kill myself. And I'm talking about some of them are my family members. I said, well, quit eating Wheaties and bread and then some processed meat. Put some good vegetables. Put some nutrition into your body. I mean, we have to make that choice. I know God's in control, but he gives us choices. And, and I want you to feel better, to be healthier. But the uh, shrimp here, you know, when they gave them Prozac, it, it, there wasn't legions of shrimp just lo- trying to lose all hope and wishing to die, correctly. Is that correct? It's actually something um, that has an effect on the shrimp's brain that's in that medicine. Yeah, um, that makes it more sensitive to serotonin i think it is right right that's exactly right the shrimps the shrimps brains making their nerves more sensitive which has to do with how you sleep and what kind of mood you're in so it's not about okay i'm just ready to die and lose you know lose all hope it's about there was something messing with the serotonin in the brain so that's something we can help with that's that's not something you have to suffer from yeah and chemistry is a complicated thing but it's real simple you take out the toxins and you put in the nutrients and the wisdom of your body can take over and do great, grand, and glorious things if you have the courage to stick with it because you will be tested and feel bad. It's got nothing to do with the nutrients. It's just testing your courage and your faith. And how did those shrimp get Prozac from many of those drugs being dumped into the water system? Well, you're, it's going through you, and they, you go to the bathroom, and it gets into the water system, or you flush your unused ones down the toilet, which is that's why they're having a place where you shouldn't flush it you bring them in Uh, but anyway we hope you've learned something today on this show and um you know if you don't know where to start if you got depression you know please give us a call go on our website to doctorsnutrition.org fill out the health survey get started feeling better today don't think of it as a new diet change think of it as a lifestyle change we're here to be a coach and help you 
be at the level of health that God intended you to be. We appreciate you listening to our show, and we'll be right here next time on the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Y'all have a blessed week.